The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to Free Agency Week, the first bonus podcast of the week. We're hoping for a lot of these. Jimmy Garoppolo to the Las Vegas Vegas Raiders. Been working on Jimmy Garaderlo. Didn't really work. So I don't know what to title the show. Uh, but anyway, welcome everybody. Oh boy, you don't look amused. Dave, you don't look amused by Jimmy Garaderlo. No, I'm trying to think of like a way to like tie it into Las Vegas somehow. Like uh, th- this will be for the old schoolers. Jimmy Garoppolo Towers. Okay, what is that in reference? Yeah, you guys to? won't yeah. get it, but you know, if you were cruising the strip in the '90s or earlier, you know what the Polo Towers are all about. Oh, okay. Well, that's Dave. Jamie's here as well. We're going to break down this uh, transaction here and hope for a lot more today. We're going to do nightly recap episodes during the week, but any big breaking news, we'll have bonus pods before that. And you're going to hear different uh, viewpoints. You know, we'll have Heath on later tonight to talk about Garoppolo, all those types of things. Okay, so let's start with uh, Devonte Adams. Jamie, value up, down, or the same? Is he still a first-round pick? Devontae Adams. Uh, down. Um, he is a second-round pick, but he's still a top-10 wide receiver. I think you just look at what Derek Carr was last year, and I think as bad as he was, this is a downgrade for this Raiders passing attack because Jimmy Garoppolo, I believe, is worse. And so um, I think it's a good move by the Raiders if they want to remain competitive because the quarterback market clearly is not going to be very robust and what they were going to get in the draft, probably not someone was going to help them right away. So to go get a guy that's familiar with Josh McDaniels, I think will be good for their offense as a whole. But I think in terms of Devontae Adams' fantasy value, you know, just looking at the, the numbers here, um, you may have it in front of you. But, you know, downfield passes, certainly not a strength of Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, some of the metrics are, are terrible when it comes to what he does throwing the ball down the field. And that's actually something Derek Carr did pretty well last year. Uh, top 10 in, in throws of 15-plus yards and 30-plus and yards down the field. So um, I, I think for, for Adams, you have to hope that his reception total will still remain at a good level, that he'll still be able to find the end zone, and that his talent will help bring Jimmy Garoppolo up. But I just think that this is a slight downgrade. So a guy that was a borderline top five receiver is now closer to 10 for me. Dave. We don't know if he'll be asked to keep it short and neat and tight because that's kind of what they're asked to do in San Francisco. And if Derek Carr was asked to 
air it out last year, then maybe there's a chance Garoppolo airs it out. I just don't know if he's that good at it. Jamie, you mentioned the metrics. There's definitely something to that. I did double check on this. I compared Garoppolo with Rodgers and Carr just on 2022 stats. And this will speak to him keeping his passes short, um, not taking a lot of chances deep. His completion rate was better than Rodgers and Carr last year. His yards per attempt was better than Rodgers and Carr last year. It was actually 7.9. Touchdown rate was better than Rodgers and Carr last year. That's 5.2%. Even his interception rate was better than Rodgers and Carr at 1.3%. Bottom line is this. He's a serviceable quarterback. If they ask him to throw downfield more to Devontae Adams, I'm sure he'll be good with it. Probably won't be as effective as with Carr, but that's only by a little. Definitely won't be as effective as with Aaron Rodgers. I still have uh, Adams as like top, let's call it like a top seven fantasy wide receiver. Easy round two pick and non-PPR, borderline round one, round two pick and full PPR. So which wide receivers are ahead of him? Give me you know all the names, even the obvious ones. Jefferson, Cup, Chase, Tyreek, Diggs, Lamb. That's full PPR. Hmm. Jamie, same same list there. Lamb included. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you say for sure, but you know, we got a new offensive coordinator. We've got a new philosophy in Dallas, right? So, uh, you know, just wanted to throw that out there. But okay, uh, Lamb is ahead of Devontae Adams, and I just think what's so interesting about Garoppolo is Dave. You mentioned the yards per attempt. He's always an, an absolute star in yards per attempt. I gave this stat last week. In four straight seasons, he has been number one in yak per completion, yards after catch per completion, number one, Jimmy Garoppolo. That is the system at work. He's accurate, throwing short passes, and they get going after that. And the like comparing Debo Samuel to Devontae Adams on paper, it's just there's just no comparison. Comparing Darren Waller to George Kittle, actually some fairly similar. You just look at like A dot and yards after catch. There have been some similarities, more like Four, three, four years ago for Waller than the last two years. But let's so let's shift now. We know Devontae Adams, easy second round pick, top seven wide receiver. Let's shift now to Darren Waller. Dave, I'll give you the first word on Waller. Uh, when do you think he gets drafted? Is this good for him? Is this bad for him? What do you think? I think it's going to be fine for him just because this offense that he's in is going to open things up for him. When he did play, he did get good opportunities, especially in the red zone. Um, I think that Garoppolo can win with these receivers in the red zone. And Waller, provided that he stays healthy, will get his. So he remains a top 10 fantasy tight end. Where do I have him overall? Sorry, I'm going to need four more seconds. Uh, I currently have him as a round eight pick. Might not get him in round eight, and that's okay. But I, I think that he doesn't lose a ton of value just because it's Garoppolo instead of Carr. Jamie, I got some comments in the chat. Kittle, because I mentioned all the yak and all the ADOT and all that stuff. Kittle is better at yak than Waller. Kittle may be the best yak tight end ever. Yeah, I mean, for sure. But first of all, yak is easier to get when you are when you have shorter targets. And also, is that a system thing that helped Kittle? I'm not taking anything away from Kittle, but, you know, Waller, Waller was pretty good at it too. So, I don't know. There, there's, a, there's a lot here. We haven't really had a lot of guys leave San Francisco. I mean, you could say Mostert and Wilson were good last year, but they were in a system that was kind of similar. But we don't know how how these players are going to do away from San Francisco. So, um, I don't know. Give me your thoughts. I just want to, that as a preface here, give me your thoughts on uh, Waller compared to Kittle. I think Waller wins slightly with this. You know, so 
not to a degree where you're going to overvalue him, or at least you shouldn't, but I think that this is the type of quarterback that will help him. You know, So a guy that's not going to challenge downfield but is going to look at some underneath routes, again, just looking at his history. And obviously there's still a, a coach and, and play caller in place that has gotten great success out of his tight ends. Clearly he had one of the best of all time with Rob Gronkowski. So we really don't know how Waller working with Adams over the course of a full season will look because we didn't see it last year, you know, with, with Waller missing so much time. And so, you know, the, the natural downgrade that he would have had last year, which may have carried over to his numbers on a per-game basis, is probably something you have to look at. But I think just in terms of the quarterbacks that they were looking to get or uh, are landing on, uh, this is probably as good a situation as you could find for him. So a guy that likes to throw to his tight ends, that likes to throw shorter routes uh, for a tight end that, you know, has, has got still some playmaking ability, even though he's getting a little bit older and a little bit more brittle. So I think he wins slightly with this. So uh, I don't think you're going to get Darren Waller in round eight. I think you're looking at a guy that's probably going in round six, um, depending on how quickly tight ends come off the board. And that's probably where I'll end up ranking him as well. Okay, Kittle or Waller, guys? Kittle. Uh, for now, I'll take Waller just until we see what the quarterback situation looks like in San Francisco. Because you know, if it's Purdy starting, then I think you got to like Kittle. If it's Trey Lance, we just don't know. Especially if everybody's healthy there. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news interviews or coverage of all the biggest stories in the nba our new show is the place to be five days a week download and follow beyond the arc on apple podcasts spotify and wherever you get your favorite podcasts hip-hop takes the stand in the new documentary as we speak rap music on trial now streaming exclusively on paramount plus rap lyrics are playing an increasingly prominent role in criminal cases every song every lyric every video that you've ever been involved with they're going to use against you. Follow rap artist Kemba as he explores the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system. This artistic expression is a confession. I'm ready. Roll the tape. Watch the eye-opening new documentary as we speak, Rap Music on Trial, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Okay, how about real quick thoughts on Hunter Renfro? Another guy I think who wins. You know, again, just looking at the situation. You know, not somebody, again, you should overvalue, but a uh, quarterback that probably likes to throw underneath and a receiver that's, you know, made a living with a lot of underneath routes, very good route runner, underrated route runner. Um, and again, we didn't really get a chance to see the full picture of what this Raiders offense could look like over even a 10 game stretch. So um, good late round target. I think double digit rounds, you want to get your hands on Hunter Renfro and PPR. Agreed. Very well said. I've, I've been taking a look at what Garoppolo's numbers have been over the past three years. I'm looking at him by year on his throws of 16-plus air yards. Last year, completed 34.1% of his passes of 16-plus air yards at 9.9 yards per attempt. How do you do? How do you get 9.9 yards per attempt when your air yards are 16-plus? Goodness gracious. (laughs) Two touchdowns. Yeah, this this isn't it for Devontae Adams. This is definitely a hit. So it, it kind of plays into what we're saying with Hunter Renfro. If the tendency for Garoppolo, maybe he just takes it with him to Las Vegas, is that he throws short, that's going to be good for Hunter Renfro. If they ask him, hey, we don't care what the pass has been, let's take those shots. We've got Devontae Adams for crying out loud. I don't know if that ball is going to be in a good place for Adams to get. So, yeah, don't, he also- don't, don't love this. You know, it kind of makes you wonder what really went down with Derek Carr to push the Raiders into this direction. I, I think, you know, you, you also, to, to be a little bit more positive, 
and not that I disagree with you, Dave, but like this is the best receiver he's ever going to play with. You know, so yeah. he is going to hopefully bring up Jimmy Garoppolo's game, and that's the hope. You know, I mean, the it, you know maybe the the more controlled atmosphere playing in in a dome. You know, so those home games will matter more for for Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, with throwing the ball down the field and. Devontae Adams gets open as as well as anybody in the history of the game, you know, so those things will hopefully help as well. But again, you're asking a guy who's getting older to now go from, you know, mm, a two-time MVP to now his, you know, third quarterback in three years. And how much of it is the slippage? And, you know, you, you pointed this out, Adam, on a recent show, what Adam's numbers were when Waller was there and versus Waller not being there and Renfro not being there, you know, still very good, but just not the elite level player that we saw during that stretch of games when those guys were gone. And so that was the concern for Adams going into last season was he's never shared the field with this quality of playmakers, mostly, you know, Waller at the tight end position, but even Renfro, what the year he was coming off of. So, I mean, I think just overall to downgrade, but the hope would be is that Devontae Adams, the player, elevates the quarterback play and maybe Garoppolo's throws downfield look a little bit better. Can I bring up another issue with Garoppolo? I would say now's the time. Yeah. <laughs> 10, two, 10, two and six. Those are games. the numbers of games missed that he's had over the past three seasons. And so who's, who's the guy that's going to play when Garoppolo's out? Is it going to be somebody who we're not going to have much confidence in? Is it going to be somebody who we might have more confidence in than Garoppolo? Could it be a rookie? That's another factor, a small one that I would put on all these pass catchers mm -hmm. because it, it, we can't lock into Garoppolo and maybe we don't want to lock into Garoppolo being the, the quarterback that's going to throw to Adams all season long. Well, yeah. they're picking what? Uh, what seven? Yeah, is that right? I was gonna say I thought I thought it was seven or eight. Seven. Let me double yeah. check. I don't want to be wrong. On it's that. not gonna so be Jared Stidham, I mean, by the that's, way. That's gonna be Levis Richardson range. If you know, you look at it right now. Well, unless Indianapolis gets handsy. Um, yeah, that'd be something if all four are gone by the time they get to seven. And that's another thing Which to consider. The Raiders might know, by the way. Well, but right, but that's another thing to consider is if they do have a quarterback at seven. Are we even talking about Garoppolo for a full season here? And do we factor that in? Because if things go south, I could I could see them going to the younger guy. Uh, do we factor that in when we look at all the pass catchers? I think, well, I mean, Dave just brought that up. You know, so I, I think that just depends on who they're getting. You know, so, you know, Levis and Richardson are considered the projects of the top five guys. And how quickly will they pick things up? And how quickly will the coaching staff want to go? To? It doesn't have to mean that, that, that the season goes south. You know, it could be that they just feel that that quarterback in particular is ready. So. Yeah. Thirty-four million guaranteed for for Garoppolo. That's that's easy to move on after one year, I'd imagine. So you know, it, it's it's a situation where you you can see, you know, a, a young player getting it quickly, and they real they realize, okay, this this kid's ready. You know, whether it's Richardson or Levis or whoever. Okay, let's talk. Yeah, by the way, Dave brought it up from an injury standpoint. I just wanted to bring it up from a okay, the Raiders maybe the season's not going as they as they plan. Let's turn to the new guy. But so yeah, uh, all right. Anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, Josh Jacobs. Fantasy value up, down, or the same? Same for me. You know, I, I think this. If if they were going to go with uh, an inexperienced quarterback, or let's say they had decided to keep Jared Stidham, who who uh, left to go be a backup in Denver, um, I would have been much more concerned. But this is, you know, a, still a quarterback that I think defenses will respect to some level, uh, at least probably on the Derek Carr level. Um, again, as we talked about, you know, the fact that he's still motivated for a, a longer-term deal, you know, that he's only playing on the one-year franchise tag. So I still think that is is out there for him. 
Uh, I'm not going to overvalue Josh Jacobs based on what he did a year ago. So he's still a second round pick for me, but uh, still in the top 10 running back range. So, so no change for me at all. And Garoppolo's thrown to his running backs 20% of the time, each of the past two seasons, 28.3 in 2020. So it's not like he's one of those quarterbacks that only looks downfield. Obviously, you a quarterback that likes to take the easy way out, simple short throws, they're going to use their running backs. So first and second downs, Jacobs will be out there. Garoppolo will find him. It's a plus. It's fine. It doesn't change anything for Jacobs. Okay. And Garoppolo, last thing here is Garoppolo. So let's see. The last three times he's played, you know, fairly close to a full season, he was number 17 per game, number 19 per game, number 20 per game. That's in six point per passing touchdown leagues. I think I asked you this last week. He's not going to crack your top 20, right? No, 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 especially not when the rookies get to their destination. Okay, but two QB leagues, solid number two guy, the great Toward number three guy, end. number great Toward number the three. back end, but a number two guy. Yeah, I I think once we get past the draft and they don't take somebody, then you got to be a little bit more encouraged by his his super flex and two QB value. But yeah. if they draft a guy, then you're looking at probably taking Garoppolo and that guy if those are the only two two teams worth of quarterbacks that you take. All right, good stuff, guys. This is our first bonus podcast of the day. Looks like, well, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Just can we just make it happen already? The Raiders. I mean, you don't want to just table. wrap up Robert Woods right now. Robert Woods, Sterling Shepard. Who would you guys rather have, Sterling Shepard or Robert Woods? Uh, Woods. <laughs> go ahead, Jamie. <laughs> Take uh, that one. Did you know Sterling Shepard had ten targets in Week Two and ten targets in Week Three? I mean, he is he is Daniel Jones's guy. I mean, he's coming off of an Achilles and an ACL. Uh, like it, it, whatever. Whatever. It's, it's I feel so bad for him because he's he's he he had the chance to really take that next step after what he was playing off of prior to the Achilles injury and <laughs> the Terrace AC. Oh my god. Poor yeah, guy. I know. Yeah. It stinks. All right, guys. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll be with you all throughout the, the week with all the latest. By the way, join our bracket challenge. If you win the bracket challenge, you're in the podcast league. I've been tweeting about it. Link is in the episode description, link is on YouTube. Join the bracket challenge right now. We will talk to you later on Fantasy Football Today. New CBS Monday. NCIS. Here's where we can see them. NCIS and NCIS Hawaii return with all new cases. Double tap to the chest, one to the head. These guys are professionals. All new criminals. Finally, I let the gut here. Walk in paradise. And all new crimes to be solved. If you're watching this, I've been arrested. What are the charges? Just one. Murder. New NCIS and NCIS Hawaii, Monday starting at 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.